And we're back. And actually, I feel like um, uh, I clickbaited this one just a little bit, talking about how the, the question of can you change your personality. I think the answer is yes, you can change your personality to a degree, but not every facet of your personality. We talked about it uh, in depth, and I probably got confusing because I don't know how to say it, but <laughs> the last episode is like your per- personality, I think, is always changing. But then it's like so there's multiple folds going on. Right. Right? Like like who you are, whatever that means, mm-hmm. how people perceive you in certain situations. Because mm-hmm. if someone only perceives you in a high-stress situation, then your personality to them is that you're you're whoever you are when you're most yeah. you're most stressed. And then and then how you see yourself mm-hmm. and then maybe how you want yourself to be. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And like yeah, which is like your true personality, which is a term people use. Yeah. Like I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> if you can't handle me at my chili fries, you don't deserve me at my, at my rice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what any of that means. But I do think it at least step one is some self-awareness. Yeah, the question is whether or not those are things you want to feel like you need to change about yourself or want to change about yourself. And then step two is figuring out whether or not those things are things that other people would like you to change about you so they can like you better. Yeah, and then who's worth it to change. Right. Yeah. And, And like some of that too is like action versus personality too, right? Like how you act towards somebody or around somebody, you can change based on you caring for them. Right. And that maybe doesn't change your personality. Mm-hmm. But I know Jim hates it when I burp in the mic or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whatever the fuck. You know? Mm-hmm. So I just am conscious of he doesn't like it when I nitpick this. And because I care about Jim, I'm not going to do this then. Yeah. Um, and is that changing personality? I don't know. But number one, for sure, is self-awareness, which is just lacking, I think, all over our fucking culture. Uh, people are just on cruise control, riding through life, not thinking about their repercussions of their actions or those around them. And then, yeah, you're right. Like, number two is consciousness of whether you want to make an effort to adjust mm-hmm. whatever actions or personality you do have. I, I think the concept to me is just so hard of changing personality because I've I've just <laughs> been to therapy and tried the self-awareness shit for so long and I think I've definitely changed as a human as I've grown and aged and had different experiences. But I don't know, like, if I've forced change upon myself. Well, you uh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, couple, it just seems so hard. A couple of things that I, you know, that I was exposed to when um, when I actually got into this this topic, this the podcast episode that I was listening to in this article in The Atlantic, um, that apparently studies show that if you go to therapy for one month, I don't know how the, what the frequency of that is, like once a week or whatever, but you will can reduce your neuroticism by like forty to fifty percent, which is a lot. Well, I've been for on and off for twenty five years, <laughs> and, and my neuroticism st- was still off the charts, still still pretty high. Um, yeah, and mine shows up as relatively yeah. high too. But I, but it just depends because like I'm. But some of that self-awareness, I think, too, right? Because, like, if you're so unself-aware and you take this test or, or have yeah. a neuroticism test, you're going to be stupid low because you don't see how you think. You don't see how you feel. You don't see how you interact with the world. Right. And so, yeah, it definitely some part of it is is what's going on, on the inside. Yeah. And then and then part of the test is about expression. Right. Like, how do you act to other people? So, like, I don't know. Yeah. And then how that all comes together, and I guess that's the bigger topic of today, is, like, how does that come together in – and reaching a goal, and typically we speak on fitness as the foundational goal, and we speak on that 
um, I don't want to speak for Jim, but I think we speak on that because it can set, it can, it doesn't necessarily, but it can set a foundation for the rest of your life. Um, and that's something I've talked about and preached forever is that if you build the discipline, the habits, the work ethic, the, um, cerebral mindset to get around optimal training, nutrition, health, and lifestyle, if you allow those to bleed into your other things of life, the self-awareness of that, like there's some, all these meatheads listening, love you guys, but all these meatheads lifting have great self-awareness that their left knee starts to get wobbly around 90% of their Mm -hmm. squat. That is Mm self-awareness. But now we need to take that and how do you treat your mother? How do you act on high stress situations? How do you act in sad situations? Who do you help during, you know, that's what we're talking about. Fitness as this foundation, but it can bleed into business. How do you act during this? How do you troubleshoot? How do you, it's a corny ass quote. Um, but somebody said something recently it's, and it, it didn't, I don't want to say it clicked with me cause it's corny, but I do kind of like it. Uh, talk about changing, uh, self-talk and ch- changing your personality. And it, I think self-talk is mm-hmm. a lot of that, um, that you don't, don't look at everything as problems, but look at them as puzzles. And I always look at problems, or I call them speed bumps. I try to make it nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people say, like, oh, how are you going around the apparel when, when you know, there's a supply chain issue? I was like, yeah, there's a couple speed bumps. <laughs> you know, I don't like to say, think there's problems. <clears throat> Clearly, they're problems. Yeah, to me, they're they're, yeah. they're they're huge problems. Yeah, but see, I think that With, self-talk's huge. So I always say speed bumps or puzzles is what this yeah, yeah. meme said. This help, It's like a helpful meme um, or a lifestyle meme. And I kind of like that because once you do start to see things that way, and that's how, it's so easy to fall into the other and lifting too. Man, I've had a problem with my sumo. I just can't get my sumo better. I suck at sumo. Mm-hmm. Today's deadlift day, I fucking suck at sumo. Like, well, yeah, you're probably going to suck for a while. <laughs> yeah. But but if you have a puzzle that you need to figure out how you can work on your lockout of your sumo, now maybe we can start to make some answers in that direction. But see, that goes into that, like the intellectual curiosity thing. It's like, how do I solve What Where do I need to look to solve a particular problem? And that's... For sure. For sure. T- to me. Um uh, one of the things in this article that that this um, that the the writer was talking about, she has a re- really low openness score, and so she took improv classes, and then she actually ended up liking improv classes. I will tell you that there are a shit ton of theater kids that are doing improv, but there's also a lot of regular people, For like sure. people in business, or like you see a lot of law students in in improv classes as well. Yeah, it makes sense because they know they have to be able to get up. Teachers, and, coaches, yes, right, right. That sort of um, any kind of presenting yourself to a group of people, yeah, situation. That's part of what where I think just my brain's having trouble with like changing personality because like some of these stuffs are, are like skills. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like any skill, again, like what you enjoy or who you are or what you do are different. Like I don't, I do kind of enjoy public speaking, but I do find it's just like a skill that I kind of have through years of schooling and sports and being in mm-hmm. front of people and a decade of seminars and YouTube and podcasts or whatever. It's just something that I've practiced. Mm-hmm. Is it something that's like inherently in me or like a personality trait? I don't know. Um, but so many of these, but so is, I, I, I don't know. It's hard to say like, is empathy a skill you can like learn? I think or so. Or a personality? I, yeah. I think that you can, you can, yeah. I think that you can learn to see. Yeah. There's an, a certain level of introspection that you need to be able to see yourself and somebody else's issues. So that's really what empathy I think is. so too. And sadly, like openness seems like low hang, low hanging fruit in the skill region where like, yeah, you can go to like improv or take speaking classes mm-hmm. or like read about it. Like empathy, at least for me, um, and maybe other people can just learn it, but like sometimes shit just got to happen to you. 
before you can see yourself in other people's shoes, like shit, sometimes you just got to go through some shit. And yeah. By no means have I gone through the most shit on this planet. I know there's people way worse off than I have and things I can't even comprehend. Right. Um, especially in modern day, but uh, old and th- whatever, right? But until you've gone through some tragedy-ish things, you've had some not good times, yeah. shit luck, shit life, some adversity, I do think it's a lot harder to be um, empathetic, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. You can like consciously like think to feel, right. but it's much different than to, in your bones, feel like, damn, this person's in a rough spot right now. So just looking at the, these factors, um, uh, just the main factors here, the uh, somebody's not an extrovert yeah they don't have any really extroverted activities at all i mean they're they're, if their activity score is low they're probably not going to the gym if oh yeah if their assertiveness is low yeah see like even that's so hard because like by the definition of these tests we're taking like on the go that was a lot of the questions like are you always have plans and stuff i'm like dude i never got plans but i'm also just like not i'm a little bit older now too like i'm not super sociable i saw a survey that kind of relates to this uh, or like I guess a study technically but um, they showed the timeline and hours spent with different groups as you age and like the main keystones were like 25 to 35 years old uh, you started having less time with friends mm-hmm. more times with your partner and then also uh, as you reach 35 ish uh, those people have more time with their offspring uh, and then offspring same idea you have from like zero to 25 you have a ton of time with your parents and then beyond that it like drops drastically yeah. and obviously this is like a i imagine i think it was american average um because each culture might be different but some of that kind of plays into here with like activity on the go when i was 21 i probably was on the go mm-hmm. like all my friends always hit me up but different friends going to dinner different friends grabbing a drink different friends going to a party different friends going to a basketball game i was probably doing a lot more shit now you know not that i'm old but like 33 businessman not married I'm just not. I'm not doing happy hour every day. The in the uh, in the um, Atlantic article um, that what's her name wrote um, Olga 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 Kazan wrote. Uh, she cites a study that says that uh, you probably will never have more friends in your life than than you do at 25. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense, right? You're like yeah. just out of college, so you're probably still in touch with your high school friends, you're in touch with your college friends, and now you got some adult friends, yeah, now you have three you, groups of friends. Yeah, how do you even make friends after a certain point? I don't. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, it's industry hard. stuff, um, friends of friends, but even that, like, and on that level, I guess if you're super extroverted, you can, right? Like if you're, right, because you're joining clubs and mm-hmm. you're doing this and you're doing fucking kickball on thursday and you're running around and you're meeting friends of friends and you keep that going but that's like just never been an interest to me i've always been a a quality over quantity guy i can tell you back when i started you know uh competing in powerlifting uh there were people who had low friendliness scores who were still competing in powerlifting yeah the sports changed a little bit yeah yeah it's it's definitely a, a different place now there was a lot of conversation of that i like being welcoming as like a old school cat and stuff and talking about empathy and stuff in training it's so black and white like someone's struggling with their squat or they've plateaued their bench for a Mm -hmm. year like if you're an older lifter in terms of training age not real age Mm -hmm. you've been through those things yeah so it's kind of easy to empathize and like help and it's funny because that era uh and you were in it more than i but i was there for a good amount uh they were still like kind of empathetic, like they were they were helpful, mm-hmm. but they weren't like friendly. 
uh, right? Like, the, and those like are weird lines too, because they 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 wouldn't mind helping you, spotting you, loading you, teaching yeah. you some stuff about the bench. Yeah, but they're not gonna like high five you. They're no. not gonna say good job. They don't really give a fuck about you. And and, and irritable. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's it's that's that's like just a more of a, like a cultural phenomena, I think, yeah. because the sport was so niche. I mean, it's still stupid niche. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah, it's just very, you know, it was very punk rock, fringe. Fringe people. I would say heavy metal, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heavy, yeah, even now it's still heavy metal, but yeah, very fringe, yeah. I guess is what I meant. Very, just very fringe uh, persona that would end up in this sport. Uh, it strikes me that uh, if your trust in other people is low, chances are you're going to be more likely to train alone, whether you're training alone in your garage or you're training alone in the gym. Maybe you're even more likely to even find powerlifting. Yeah. And maybe that, because my trust was really low, I think. Um, and powerlifting's never been, like, such a sport to me. Yeah. It's always kind of been, like, it's been a passion, I guess. But it's been, like, kind of a hobby. It's a thing I do. Mm-hmm. Where, like, teamwork. I will make the argument that it's just a hobby, regardless. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to hard to <clears throat> argue that. But but then opposite of that, like, basketball is so team sporty. Yeah. You're so reliant on each other. Uh, but my trust is low. I don't really know where that plays in. But you can imagine... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there is a difference. Does that make you less likely to pass? I led the nation in assists. Well, then, then, yeah, you're, I don't know. Then your trust might have been different in that, in yeah, that moment. Yeah, or, or just so different in sport versus real life, you know? Yeah. Uh, and my basketball team, like, they're my best friends. So it's also different just because yeah, of my yeah. situationally, you know, like, they're, you know, my second leading scorer was my best friend since kindergarten. Like, yeah. the trust there, he is in that 1% that my <laughs> negativity was in. Uh, but I do wonder if the trust, agreeableness, kind of this whole factor has to do with someone choosing an individual sport to begin with. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's probably true. You know? Where I've never been that in individual sports. I think the fun of sports for me is a team. That's like literally what makes it fun. <clears throat> but the people who are into uh, uh, achievement striving hard might be, you know, that might be something that they and, – and, and very high on self-discipline for and self-efficacy. Lifting. They might want to – they might train alone. They might be yeah. – or, or be be involved in a more of a solo solo sport. Yeah, solo sport for sure. I wonder the training alone – because there's so few people that literally do that long-term. You know, like even we look at like, like the, the, the popular examples we would give is like, oh, yeah, Dan Green was smashing in his garage forever. Mm-hmm. But I think that was out of like necessity. And who knows? We haven't dug into Dan and he's his had a psyche gym for years, too, and now you know? he still trains with tons of people. Yeah, right. Since he's had his gym, he trains with tons of people. Or like Mike Tashir is another good example. But didn't he live in Italy for a while? Like, there's probably no facilities that hit what he needed to hit. Well, or is it that you know? I still see his videos, and I never see anybody else in them. And that, but that's I don't true. Know what that I don't means. know where he lives now either. And Brandon Campbell would be another example I'd give as a, a popular one. But like Brandon's super busy. I know he lives in a small state. Yeah, I know he was commuting to a gym for a while, but I just find it. I would imagine, even and again, Brandon's a buddy, but I, I don't. We haven't dug. Into I would it. love to see what his scores look like. Yeah, hey Brandon, if you're watching, <laughs> we haven't dug into his psyche, but having you know, I'd imagine if Brandon lived across the street from us, uh-huh. he'd probably be a member of Third Street. Like I, I just don't see that many people. I could see you not wanting to train with the same person every day, a training partner, but I'd imagine most people would have more enjoyment of training. Actually, the vast majority, I'm talking 98% plus people would have better training, more enjoyable training, and make more progress, at least in a community. 
you don't have to be a keystone in the community. You mm-hmm. don't have to train with everybody, but having a gym in a community, I almost guarantee everyone would have more success, whether your personality tells you or not. You know, whether you want to or not, I think you would. And that might actually, like being in that environment might actually change aspects of your, of your personality. If, you're, if your openness is, is, yeah. is enough to, uh, yeah. to sort of absorb the, the world around you. The sports part of being an individual versus team are really interesting too. Cause like, yeah, again, this is broad, but it's pretty true. Most individual sports are really A to B. They're real basic. Yeah. You know, like, sure. You can look at like fencing or something. And I know there's, I'm not saying it's less skill by any means. Fencing is like highly technical and highly like intuitive and reactionary, like crazy skills and crazy cerebral going on there. You're playing chess with a fucking blade. Uh, so like, obviously that's an outlier, but it's, you know, but like track and field, yeah, swimming, mm-hmm. downhill skiing, powerlifting. There's a lot of A to B shit happening, and, and and maybe I'm biased towards team sports. And people say like, well, football, you're just running past the line. I'm like, yeah, but there's 12 guys doing like chess ballet in between that. Right. You know, there's a lot of weird shit happening to make that happen. Um, I wonder if that probably has to do with personality too, where like powerlifting in specific, but even track and. Con- field and conditioning and even crossfit like the individual there really is just like work Mm -hmm. work 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 like you can kind of watch tape you know you kind of watch your form and kind of fix it oh i'm running this way or i'm deadlifting this way watching tape in football and basketball at high levels is like half the job yeah (laughs) you know to see what the other team's doing seeing what you can improve yeah baseball same thing pitches swinging you know there's so much little stuff that goes in um yeah, even that I feel like is more personality driven than the individual versus team. Like, what what task do you like? Do you just like to like hammer away, mm-hmm. like powerlifting? Like, all that's just hammering. It really is. Like, you just fucking hammer. You show up and you hit the same nail every day, every day. In basketball, there's so many little things, um, and I think that's probably why I don't love powerlifting the same way as I love other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's more just of a, a habit, a, a, a ritual uh, thing hobby <laughs> i think that um i think that in a team situation someone who's not a good team player is not going to excel and i think that that's going to reflect in their personality yeah, quickly <clears throat> pretty very quick like, yeah. and 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 everyone will let them know yeah where the, the opposite part. though i think is probably true you could probably be a good team player and then if your genetic makeup is there you could probably still crush it in an individual sport yeah you know what i mean yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like if you're a sick fucking quarterback and you're all about the team, you're the team guy, you, and, but you just happen to be fast as fuck, you'll probably do fine in track and field. Because you can still show up and work, mm-hmm. you know? So part of it, too, though, I think that if you're if you're an individual sport athlete, that, that self-reliance, all the factors that feed into self-reliance are are super important unless what you've got is a really outstanding coach. Yeah. <laughs> Even individual sports, and I don't know them all, obviously. I'm just going with the mains, the track and fields and shit yeah. that pop in my head. Like, you, you still have a team. Yeah, you do. You know what you I mean? Do. Even more so than powerlifting. And like, it, if you're in high school, college, and even, like, elite athletes, like, you show up and you run together. Yeah. You know? So, like, the self-discipline type stuff is still semi-forced. Not semi-forced, but you have, like, crutches. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's easy to show up for a basketball practice when you're on a basketball team. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's harder when you're an adult to show up and deadlift at 3 in the afternoon when no one's holding you accountable. Like, the accountability. And obviously, that's something that like CrossFit's done really well. I think gyms like oh, we do well. Like, you expect to see the same faces. They all kind of know, hold you a little bit accountable there. Yeah, I don't know. 
Also, it's just you age, it all changes too. And maybe we're overanalyzing. Maybe motherfuckers just do track and field because they literally just like to run. That's a good possibility. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, maybe, maybe it has nothing to do with their personality, really. I think that the people who, who um, uh, would score low on wanting to be in cr- crowds, gregariousness, and all that stuff are the people that you see at meets who have their their headphones on the entire yeah. time. They're wearing a hoodie. They have a towel over their whatever, so yeah. no one's looking in, th- in their eyes. Or... I'm a little bit like that. Some of that's just the zone. Some of that's competing, too. Yeah, some of it, I, I'm just, I'm not a very expressive person yeah. in, in that regard. Yeah. I, 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 there, I know we saw that somewhere in here. Yeah, I'm just yeah. not that expressive a person, and so I don't I don't get, I don't yell, scream. Some of mine's get, so, get hyped like that. Some of mine's so individual-based, because, like, basketball is pretty expressive. Yeah. Powerlifting. I mean, you've seen me lift forever. I'm not that expressive. Yeah, but some people are. Some yeah, no, are no, very no, loud sure. and, and Yeah, screaming, headbutting, yeah, chanting, yeah. hyping each other up. Like, I'll cheer for a teammate, but I was very vocal in basketball, insanely. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if that's me getting older, if that's sport-dependent, environment-dependent. Potentially, yeah. Because I just don't think it does as much in powerlifting. Like, basketball, I'm communicating rather than just being expressive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're communicating plays, you're communicating what's happening. Powerlifting, I don't need to. I'll cue a lifter. That's yeah. not going to change it, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you give them one little hint. I think that that cues don't necessarily have the effect that you're looking for in competition. Very few. Whereas, like I was watching a video the other day. It was a it was a UFC thing. It was like the coach on the sideline yelling shit in yeah. and you can see it happening yeah it's like okay well somebody's listening yeah they're chess matching yeah mid mid fight yeah i think powerlifting in meat uh the only time i've seen it or anecdotally felt that it has a real cue is like if it's someone you train with every day and you're giving them that same cue every day or, mm-hmm. or at least a couple times because you mm-hmm. see something and you've communicated them with them outside of that cue. Mm-hmm. If you just scream a cue at someone and you don't know them and they don't know you and they don't know what that cue means or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a cue, what a cue really is between a coach and an athlete is a secret language. Like a little kid makes a secret language, yeah, yeah. right? It's like, hey, Jim, I'm going to say elbows to you and that's me reminding you to do this in the bench. And you're like, yeah, I need to do that in the bench. So then when you're competing or training and I say elbows, Jim, you know that that means to do this. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just screaming elbows at some random kid benching, yeah, what's that going to do? What's that going to change? Right. But if there's an established communication or yeah, coaching there. To uh, kind of put a cap on it, I'm – I think that your personality does change over time through experience and, yeah. and just whatever. And we, we both, both of us talked about how it used to be this way, now I'm this way. Definitely, time and experience changes your personality. I think that the um, the deal with purposefully changing your personality yeah. is really most about like what you can live with and what other people can live with from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, adjust or, or, or cut them out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you, um, <laughs> if you're not someone who naturally trusts and you're around people that you can't trust, then you need to find people that you can trust. Yeah. I think that's part of just getting older too. Yeah. It's like not, 
I can I can change mm-hmm. or I can change my environment, mm-hmm. right? So I either cut these people out, cut the job out, cut that girlfriend out, cut that friend out, cut that dog out, whatever it is that's ruining my life, yeah. or I need to adjust my self-talk, my patience, my... Yeah. And, and yeah, you kind of weigh those things. Like, am I being impatient or unreasonable? Yeah. Or is this... Is Johnny, my friend, just a piece of shit? <laughs> am I being impatient with Johnny and I need to work on my patience? Yeah. Or do I need to just cut Johnny out because he's causing havoc? Yeah. C- can no one ever make you happy? Yeah. Or yeah. can you? Are, is it a factor of just yeah. not being happy with yourself? Right. Is this is, job causing me stress? Right. Or am I just a stressful person? Yeah. That's what I've come down to. It's like I'm just a stressful person. <laughs> I could be fucking making coffee all day and I'll probably be stressed somehow, you know? Uh, I think that... Um, I think what it comes down to is doing that kind of assessment, taking this kind of test. I mean, it, it's helpful. Yeah, it's a step. It's a step. Um, and you can, the the person who, who wrote the article that we're talking about in the Atlantic, she gave herself three months to work on different things. Yeah, which is cool. That's a cool like experiment. And it's like, that's actually like self-awareness work. Right. That's what like therapy really is. You don't, you don't need to be fucking, you know have your best friend murdered to go to therapy. Like you can no. go to therapy and work and learn on anything. Everyone should. Yeah. And and that's kind of like, this is self-diagnosis. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Are you going to change your own fucking engine in your car? Or are you going to go to a mechanic and try to actually figure out what's happening? Yeah. And I think, um, like when my, when my best friend passed away, um, years ago now, uh, I was changed, but my personality was changed by that experience because yeah. I, was around people that knew him in a way that I didn't. I did. I mean, after a certain point in our lives, we were not. We didn't talk every day. Right. You know, I would. I did. We didn't work together. I didn't manage him. He didn't manage me. Whatever. And these people who who were managed by him or were were touched by his life in some way or another had these amazing things to say about him that I knew were true based on what I knew of him. Yeah. And like, well, how do I measure up against that and that willingness to like? help other people and stuff like that is something that I worked on and changed. I don't remember what my, my exact score there was, yeah, yeah. but like, and then the, the tempering of that over time has been, there's only so much you can invest in somebody else's thing. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, yeah. and I know based on what his attention span was like, this is he wasn't investing in them for, you know, a ton of his time and his in his psyche and his like in his self esteem in how they did he was in that moment hitting the things that he saw that he thought that they could work on that they would actually be able to improve yeah yeah, yeah. or that moment of saying uh look you're capable of more than than what this job is letting you do. You need to rethink you need to go yeah. back to school you need to whatever 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 yeah. I mean that was sort of his that was his thing and it but like I didn't I didn't see this distinction of that immediately and so I got more invested in helping people with more of myself yeah, yeah. than I needed to a rough so, lesson so I yeah, yeah so I refined that over time and I know now if I have a conversation with somebody about something that is bothering them I let them come this way and I and then the response is to say you know I I've, I, it sucks that you feel that way. I understand, you know, how hard that must be for you, but I, yeah, you know, I can't I fix don't have it, it all. For you. Yeah. I can't fix it for you. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think our bottom line here is that if you're going to take some kind of assessment like this and be honest with yourself about the things that you would like to do differently. Yeah. 
make yourself happier with yourself. Make your make your people happier with you. Yeah, because that's the truth. Like you improve yourself for your experience for sure, but also for like your entire tangible circle in your life. Yeah, and, you know, like and, it is kind of a it's selfish in a way to go to therapy, but it's also very selfless to go to therapy. Like you're really helping those around you. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and and if. Uh, or, or deal with stuff with this. Just be self-aware. Right. I, I use the term therapy as as because I do think it should be a base and a norm for people. But yeah, yeah any type of self-awareness or growth. And and in terms of work, in terms of um, competing in a sport, in terms of all of those things, like how how your personality, how you process your personality out to the world, yeah, makes a difference in how much people are willing to help you to cut you slack, to give you opportunities. How to, far you can go in anything, really, and, yeah. and on your on yourself. You know, yeah. like I know I know my discipline's decent, so I work out. I'm just making this up, but I work out four days a week because uh, I know I can't do five, right? right. You know, just like having little self-awareness. If I do five, I'm going to push myself. I'm going to burn out or this and that. I know I'm going to diet for six months because I know if I diet for seven months, I'll end up binging or finding a cycle. Yeah. Like just little self-awareness things in sport are seem black and white and easy. Uh, when they get into human relations, it gets a little more complicated. But it is step one into, uh, yeah, hopefully a happier, stress-free life. Yeah. All right. Um, that's about all I got on this one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, brand new episodes. Uh, Wednesdays, Fridays. Give us a rating review. Be sure to share this thing out. Uh, it really does help. Join our Discord. We got a new section um, called Only Dumb Questions or Dumb Questions Only or I don't know what I named it. We might switch the name. But basically, we're going to take questions from you guys. We're going to feature them in an episode, either weekly or monthly. Uh, if your epi- if your question is chosen, you'll be featured on an episode and win a prize from Good Company. So get involved, Discord. Um, uh, there, should, there is a basic backlash. That's what we need. Because it's like Discord.gg and then you could like put the name, I think. I think there's a way to find it. I'll figure that out, but there, there's All links right. There's links in our bios and Twitters and things. Appreciate you. I'm Solomon Mike. Everyone will find me through sb.co. I am at the Jim McDean on all the social media. This show is 50% facts where percent is a word. and 50 is just numbers, and sometimes we talk about stuff that's really important, and other times we don't. We'll talk to you next time.